And welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 40, and today is the big one. The Super Classico is upon us, and we have the best preview coming up for all of you. And well, let's get right into it. Let me introduce, as always, my co host, Mr. Dylan Jimenez and Christian. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? I was good. You know, I just wish I didn't watch my video with my hard drive crashing on me. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you, my man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm doing good, you know. A uh, little bit upset from last night, but we're not gonna get into that right now. We won't. We won't. We won't get into those. We'll we'll, we'll talk strictly classical, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get right into that. But joining us today from the podcast that rates goats goats higher than any other species in the animal kingdom, I gave to you, <laughs> Luis and Rigo from the Chivas del Norte podcast. Gentlemen, how are you? What's up, guys? What's going on, guys? I'm, I'm a little. I'm a little upset you didn't. You didn't Dylan as Cowboy Dan. Oh, I know. <laughs> I forgot that I gave him that nickname. But, yeah, we I, I, we tuned in. We tuned in, and uh, I'm like, yo, he ain't introduced him pr- properly this time. Yeah, honestly, that's right. You know what? I'm gonna write that down for next time. Cowboy Dan. Mm-hmm. Is Dylan's name from now on. So, Dylan, congratulations. You've been baptized. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we got a packed show today. We're going to be talking everything the Clásico Nacional. We're going to be talking from the Chivas perspective. We're going to be talking from the America perspective. I'm going to give people the best preview possible, hyping them up, getting them ready for Sunday's game. And then we'll talk about, uh, well, I guess we'll talk everything in regards to both teams. So, Let's jump straight into it. Now, before we get any further into the Super Classico, we got to talk about the games that were last week in the Liga MX. We went up against Puebla. We walked away with three points away from there. And then you guys went up against Querétaro, in which you guys drew at home. Now, we'll briefly talk about that Puebla game. We'll give some quick little uh, notes that, that maybe the people need to know about. And then uh, we'll, we'll leave it off to you guys to talk a little bit about the Querétaro game uh, as well. So, gentlemen, let's talk briefly against uh, Puebla. Our team walked out with uh, three points. Just your quick, uh, a quick thought in regards to that game. Uh, really, you know, just a, a lack of inconsistency. I think a little bit too from the team. Uh, had a lot of chances, just never finished those chances too as well. Okay, Christian. Uh, to be honest, I think our start this game was something that we all wanted. Uh, we always wanted America to take control from the start, and that's what we did. And I think that control led us to the penalty that gave us the lead. Overall, it could have been a lot better. Um, I mean, I'm I'm content with the three points. Content, I think, is the right word to use because we walk out of the we walk out of the Estadio Cuauhtémoc with three points, but yet we see Etan Alvarez take a red card, which means he won't be playing in the next upcoming game. Yeah, that's a, a big blow for us. It is. It definitely, definitely is. But I think just quickly to recap that, I think content with the three points ultimately could have been better, should have been better. And uh, I guess we'll have to wait to see what that does for uh, for us in the league in regards to morale. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. All righty, we'll shift over now to the Chivas del Norte, Chivas del Norte podcast people. You guys, gentlemen, you have the floor to talk about uh, the Queretaro game at home. 
I want to talk about that goal that Pumas just scored on Chivas right now in Copa MX. Uh, <laughs> on the counterattack. Uh, no, I mean, the, the game against Querétaro was honestly disappointing because we should have won that game. Uh, the penalty that was called on Pulido wasn't a penalty, but I feel like it was a, it was the ref making up for the the uh, guy that's in the lot goal that he disallowed for a uh, for an offsides. Uh, but then it was it was just I mean we it, it was the ninety second minute and we committed a penalty kick. It's just just poor decision making, and we could have walked away with three points. We walked away with one, and it's disappointing. Luis? Yeah, yeah, disappointing for. If anything, just because okay, I believe Caretta was right in front of us in the in the standings, so it was a big it was a big game for us because we needed that win to jump ahead of them and, and get into that top eight spot. But yeah, it's a disappointing game. We played better. We should have won, but we didn't. And that's soccer. All right, that's soccer. Yes, yes, it is indeed. And football. then of course, okay, <laughs> football. 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 <laughs> that's just compromise here. <laughs> But it is, it is, uh, and then you know, talking about Copa Mekki stuff. Obviously, we get knocked out against uh, FC Juarez, so that obviously is going to do something morale-wise to the team coming up on Sunday. So looks like both teams. I don't know what uh, how Chivas is going to do. We still don't know how their Copa Mekki's match is going to turn out. But I think, for the most part, I think they come level in regards to morale. Yeah, I would yeah, agree. I mean, I mean, I mean, Copa. I mean, for Chivas has been playing well. In, in Copa MX, uh, obviously the game is literally three minutes in, so it's not over yet. Um, but I feel like from for America, America it's not, them losing Copa MX wasn't a big deal as far as what's going on in the team. Like I feel like uh, Miguel Herrera has been downplaying, has, like downplayed the, the loss, and uh, so I don't think it'll really affect the team heading into the Clásico. Well, we'll um, have to wait and see. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, a classical is a classical, and it's played differently. But I just feel like, he, like he, he's already been downplaying the the, the loss. He, you know, he, so I I heard some comments where he was blaming some of the, you know, inexperienced players and and, and youth players. Um, so obviously, he's, he's. I don't know. I don't know if he's doing it for the team to psych to get them. Uh, you know, not let not let the loss get them psyched, but. Um, it seems like that's what that's what he's going for to try and downplay the th- that game. It's a it's a meaningless tournament. Also, I mean, it's good for the young players in in a way. It's a, it's it's bad for America that they lost, but at the end of the day, it's meaningless. It doesn't mean nothing. And 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 you guys are lucky that you guys have a classical, so you guys can put that completely behind you. You catch jokes for a couple of hours, and that's it. You gotta forget about it. <laughs> oh, that's that's what we're hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> Until Sunday, and then you catch more jokes, hopefully. We'll oh. <laughs> <laughs> see about that. We'll, yeah. give our, we'll give our predictions. We'll give our predictions. For yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's true. It's true. Let's. Uh, I, I think at the end of the day, both teams will kind of put Copa Mickey's aside and, and, and kind of let that be, regardless of whatever the result was for either team. Uh, obviously, we know the America win, still pending on the Chivas win. So with that said, I think we wrap up everything that happened in the previous week. Now let's jump and look forward and let's break down the classical. But before we get any further into that, uh, Christian, you yes. have a trivia question for everyone that is tuning into the live stream right now. So I leave you the floor. All right. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, guys, this is the 
the, the weekly trivia question that we do at the podcast. Uh, this week's question is obviously in relation to El Clasico on Sunday. Uh, Ivan will put the link in the chat for you guys to record your answer. Uh, this week's question is, in what season did America defeat Chivas in the only final play between the two teams? I'm sorry for my, for my new friends here, but uh, that is the question for this week. Terrible That's question. That's a trash guys. question. <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with this? Question. Who came up with yeah. this question? Uh, that is uh, for us to know. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think it's a good question because I think it brings back a lot of history. It, it, if, you, if you look into that match and... Which, you guys weren't like even it, born? You guys were, I'm the only person that was born when that happened. <laughs> yeah, but you hear about it. Uh, obviously, my you family. You see videos about it. They, there's, they there's, no the there's no 30 for 30. There's no 30 for 30 on it. <laughs> no, but and, and if, you really, if you really go back into that, what happened the year prior to that, with which oh. he was knocking out America in the semifinal and how that ended. In the uh, riot of 83? Yeah, so it, it's. I think that final culminates to a lot of history, and and really demonstrates what an American Chivas is. And so it's a it's a pretty good question, Christian. So let's hopefully, uh, you know, everyone can uh, can get it off the top of their head. If not, yeah. Google is uh, Google's right there. Yeah, I hope you guys don't use Google because, like someone said in the chat, this is an easy one. <laughs> it is an easy one. <laughs> All right, but don't be giving it away, cause then people are just no, going. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I already, I already, I already showed my age, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, well, good question, good trivia, and then we'll let the people give their answer right there. All right, gentlemen, let's get to the big topic of tonight. Let's get into the Super Clasico. Obviously, the biggest game of the season for both teams and fan bases alike. What do you guys have to say about this? Are you guys excited, nervous? What's going on? I'll I'll, I'll go. I mean, go yeah, go Rigo. I mean, it's it's a classical. Like I've uh, experienced so many. I've experienced them live. I and no matter where the teams are in the table, like it's always like nerve wracking going in because you want to win this game. Like Chivas could not do anything in the league, but if we win. The classical, then I'm happy. I mean, I'm not happy, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it up for not doing shit, you know. Yeah, happy, yeah, for, yeah. happy for a week, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And 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 I mean that season, I get to talk shit to Americanistas and be like, like for a lot of Chivas fans, the Cla- the classical tapatio is like a bigger rival for them. But for me, growing up, uh, the r- rivalry with America was always the bigger one. Mm-hmm. So it it like a lot of my friends are Americanistas and um just the ability to be able to talk shit to them, you know, if we win is what, you know, I'm looking forward to. So the bragging rights basically. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's I mean it's it it, it it's what it is. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. The the being the being the better club for that particular season, even if yeah. you know, it means that one team finishes higher in the in the season, you always have a well, we beat you guys. Mm-hmm, definitely, I have a close friend of mine that's a diehard Chivas fan, and it's always it's always interesting when when both teams play. You know, the bets are out, you know, and then uh, all the all the shit talking begins for a whole week. And you know, I kind of I kind of see where you're coming from. 
And I think that's pretty much everyone. And then, and obviously the Clásico is, is, is lived not only here in the, in the United States, but in Mexico. And then I think the rivalry just extends itself, you know, everywhere. Uh-huh. I think if you look at uh, it, the, the culture that is this kind of Super Clásico, and, and as much as uh, there may be other Clásicos, I don't, I, I don't think anything else comes to be as big or as important as this. Well, at least from my perspective, growing up too, it was America versus Chivas. That was everything, everything. And in recent years, it, it you know, the Clásico Regio has kind of gotten, you know, hyped up because of the money that both the Monterrey teams have been spending. But I think when it comes down to it, if you want to tell, if, if one person is going to watch one Liga MX match throughout the whole year, and that is it, one foreign person, I think you, you have to tell them America versus Chivas. Definitely. Oh, 100%. 100%. It's just played. That game is just played different. Like, Eurigo states, everyone states, we all know the game is played different. Um, You can feel it on the field with the players. uh, uh, The way they play, the way they fight for every ball. I mean, they almost get into fights themselves. So, it's just just worth (laughs) it. It's it's almost a fight per game. It's a different intensity. If you're keeping keeping track of the chat, Chivas just tied with Pumas, gol de... Alan Pulido, so it's one one in the eleventh minute. <laughs> if, if this continues, this game is going to end at nine nine easily. Um, <laughs> well, that'd be a very exciting game to watch. Yeah. Uh, so if you're not watching the chat, you're uh, to be watching the game. Yep, that's I know true. My, I know my man Dan Man is joining us. Shout out to Dan. He's a faithful follower of the She Was a Nurture podcast. Of all yeah, podcasts, really. Dan. Of all podcasts, yeah. Yeah, he follows it all. He follows all Mexican soccer. So shout out to him. Yeah, shout out. He's a really, he's a really good guy. Really, really good guy. He's gonna be, yeah, uh, he's gonna be appearing on our timeline pretty soon. He, uh, we asked him to a quick little video on on regards to to what the Clásico means to him, and you know, being a new Chivas fan, you know, and so. A word. Yeah, yeah. Shout That's out. That's dope. He's done. He's done amazing things. We've been trying to get kind of a perspective from both sides, not just Americanistas, not just Chivas fans, but also, you know, kind of people that dedicate themselves to covering the league just to kind of hype it up. And, uh, you know, things have been going well so far. And obviously this is the biggest one, you know, the preview that we have going on right now. All righty. Let's go. So let's just give people a little bit of background of what's, what's going to be going down on Sunday. Cause the match is Sunday. Uh, does anyone know why they moved it to Sunday? Is it because of the Copa Mickey stuff? No, no, I just think uh, oh, probably yeah, an important game. Flexes, yeah, flexes, exactly. Flexes games. They flex mm-hmm. games for for uh, importance. So yeah. like the game for uh, like this past weekend was the Clásico Regio. Mm-hmm. They flexed it to like Sunday night. But I mean that also has to do because Tigres played that stupid cup. It doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. Uh, but they 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 have been known to flex games. It's um, been this time for a couple of years important. now, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they've, they've been yeah. doing they've been doing the Sunday thing for a while now. Yeah, they have been, and I guess it's prime time television for Mexico. I mean, you're thinking about it at six o'clock over there. You, it's Sunday. You know, everyone's probably at home, or if not, they're able to go to the stadium. And I guess it's just ratings. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it is. It's, it's, it, 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 it's, it, it's because of the ratings, obviously. And just, you know, it'll be the only game at that time. And it doesn't even need to be. And it's like, it, they can be played while they're playing other games, but they're doing it because, you know, it's the most important game of the Jornada. Mm-hmm. All eyes. Yeah. Putting it up against, putting it up against the NFL too. 
So yeah, I think that uh, I think we'll, we'll Univision will do pretty good numbers here. Yeah. yeah, I mean the Clásico Regio I think had one of the highest like was one of the highest rated games like in years. Mm-hmm. And that's two small teams, you know. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I think I think more people watched because they wanted to see how many people died in the stand. Oh, dude, no. that, that's, that's <laughs> tragic. <laughs> yeah, yeah condolences to everyone, man. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And let's hope nothing like that happens this week. No. You know what, though? Nah, like... I mean, I mean, Americanistas are in the city are a little bit different, but I mean, mm. I've been to I've been to two Clásicos in, in Guadalajara, and you don't see any violence. You don't see any issues. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Nothing like Andres Cantor. <laughs> it wasn't a goal. But he looked from outside the box and it was like a roller and it went right through the goalie's hands and it was like slowly dribbling into the goal and right when it got to the line, the goalie saved it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, it's true though. A lot of people are going to be tuning in, and obviously, um, it's it's every, everyone's main event of, of of this weekend. So obviously, it's going to be at uh, four p.m. Uh, Pacific time, which means seven p.m. Pacific. I mean, uh, Eastern, and then of course six. Oh, p.m. that's a goal! Central oh, time. that's a goal! It looks like replay. the replay. That ball, that ball was in. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, that ball was in. Guys, you guys again. You guys again. Live update. <laughs> So for all our Chivas people, we need, we need VAR. VAR will be this Sunday available. Bar. Will it? Yeah. Yes, but, but it won't be used though, right? It'll just be on like on trial or something like that. What do you mean it won't be used? Well, I read some report that like it won't like the referees won't like actually go to the VAR. Oh really? And, and make this yeah. I saw some article I read. What's the point then? I mean, we know I have no clue. Re- yeah. We know replays exist anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It make it didn't make sense to me. I don't know if that's completely true, so don't right. quote me on it. But that's that's the report that I read. I thought it was on trial, just like this one game specifically to test it out. I don't know. I, I guess so we'll have to find out. Well, supposedly it's going to be made available in the coming weeks. No, like the end of October, supposedly. I don't know why they don't just do it already. Honestly, I mean, we had a successful run at the World Cup, so just mm-hmm. do it. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I mean, the Premier League doesn't even have it. Yeah, they're getting a next season, I think. Premier League is trash. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, That's another take. one of my hot yep. takes. Hey, yep. But <laughs> um, continue. All righty. Well, we'll move forward here while uh, Rigo keeps updating us on the Chivas game. Uh, so basically, it's going to be at the Celia Azteca. Uh, it's going to be in the afternoon. Most likely, you're going to see a lot of rain. It's been raining heavily down there in Mexico City, so it might be a slippery one, which questions are, are going to be asked as to how uh, how the pitch is going to take that. So, I, Dylan, you've been one to criticize uh, what the Azteca has been looking like lately. What do you think in regards to this upcoming Clásico with the pitch looking the way it does? Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. You know, obviously we've seen the pitch conditions before the international break and obviously not in the best conditions at all. Um, it seems to have improved a little bit after it, but you still see the the spots here and there. So um, with the with the cleats going, people running and it raining, you know, I don't think it's. I think it's going to decline a little bit the field conditions. So, question for all of you guys: Do you think that the field conditions plus the rain is going to play a factor in in the game and what when what we get out there? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Chivas has had. I think two or three games, maybe we go like no, uh, this season where they've played on wet fields and they haven't played well at all. 
Uh, they look kind of lost, actually, to be honest. And it's um, been like it's been like a solid it's been solid three games where we've had bad, trenched bad pools on the field. Yeah, it was the Cruz Azul game. The Cruz Azul game, yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. That was Atlas, the worst. Atlas no, one that, bad, no, that one was terrible. The, the Atlas one, it was pouring, but the field wasn't as gross as it was for the Cruz Azul game. Uh, no, it's another. I think it was Beta Cruz was another one. I don't know. There was, there was another one where the field was gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I was there for the Atlas game. It, it was pouring. It was like. Like the lights went out for a little bit, like it was bad. And but, and and I know some people were mentioning how the field in Azteca was bad last night. That's what that's where they played, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah, it, it was already bad. You can only do so much within a couple of days to try to fix that up or patch it up. And let's be honest, there's still some parts of the of the pitch where you think and you look and you say, well, "What's going yeah. on?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, from a from a view on the TV, I mean, it didn't. It looked better, but definitely not 100%. So will – now question, will the pitch affect the game plan for either for either team? No, I mean, it affects it, it affects both teams equally. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like, it's only, you know, you know, one team has an advantage because mm-hmm. obviously the pitch is just as bad for both teams. But I think it's, I think it's how the teams play uh, on that pitch because the game against Cruz Azul, they – tactically played it smarter than we did. We kept trying to play th- force it th- through the wings where it just happened to be a big puddle on both sides. And that's what was killing us that game. Where Cruz would get the ball and play a long ball to the forwards. Um, so it's just a matter of how each team decides to go about playing the game. I don't know if I trust Chivas based on what I've seen. <laughs> well, I mean, don't worry. We, it's yeah. our own stadium and we haven't looked as sharp mm-hmm. or as bright as we'd want to as well. well. <laughs> So it's up in the air. And then I guess it's the, the team that adapts the quickest to, to the pitch is going to be probably the one that comes out on top. Yeah, let's hope no rain, though. Let's hope yeah, no rain. Hope, hopefully. Yeah. You yeah. guys can hope and cross your hearts, but I was checking the weather app, and it looks like it, it is. It's, 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 I mean, as long as it doesn't rain while the game is going on, I think that'll be helpful. Tom Harris, I don't know if you guys saw Tom Harris. He said it's been raining literally every day. Oh. Yes, it has. It literally. is. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's been it, it's been one of the rainiest rainy seasons for Mexico this year. I mean, I'm I'm in Florida and it's been raining every day actually. <laughs> Must be nice. I'm in California. We haven't seen water in like 50 years. <laughs> it's actually raining right now. You guys are probably turning around. It's probably a fire in your backyard. Right? Yeah, there's rain <laughs> yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Pretty much, it's 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 one of those things. You wake up and there's a fire already. You guys get year-long nice weather, though, don't you? I think it's like 70 year-long, or is it hot where you guys are at? Uh, let's see. Well, now it's, it's summer is hot here. Well, in the Inland Empire, it's, it's, it's pretty warm. You're talking mm-hmm. high 90s, hundreds. Um, but in the L.A. area, it's it's been pretty warm this summer, but, it, I mean, you get high 80s, high 90s at the most. Uh, rarely do you ever touch the hundreds. So over there, in and, and if you're talking beach area, then you're practically living in in pretty good area yeah sounds nice it does <laughs> i don't even get to live that so i'm just over here in the desert <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully pitch conditions hold and as well as the weather and uh for those of you wondering where you guys can catch that at it's going to be on Onivision network so most likely channel 34 which i think well channel 34 for me but just regular Onivision in general i think is where everyone's going to be able to catch it so mm-hmm. 
moving forward with this preview, obviously, this is not the first time we meet this season. We just happened to clash against each other in Los Angeles not that long ago. A match that we were down, or at least I was uh, covering it for the Eagle Eye podcast. A game That's which... That's right. They, they saw you holding the tr- uh, Trump love thing. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> Dude, what's funny about that? I don't know, but we saw the tweet from you guys' account saying it was going to be the new banner. Oh, wait, what? That was Kimo who said that was our new banner, by the way. Yeah, and, then and then someone said, don't tempt us. And oh, I, wait. I said, I was like, don't tempt us was a good idea. <laughs> you should have said you were hacked. Shut up. You know what? The craziest thing was uh, I was down there, pitch side, and I saw. Did they steal your wallet? No. Because I'm 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 from Mexico City, so I I would have stolen theirs. Keeps it in the front pocket. How many how many wallets do you have right now? Show us. Yeah, well, if yeah, I yeah. showed you, then uh, my gig would be up. You know. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. The trick is when you walk around, you always have to keep somehow your pinky close in contact with your wallet, so you know where it's it's, at, it's in into your possession at all times. Hold on! Shout out to Flo, by the way, who's ready for that FIFA smoke. Oh, is he? Because we were going to be talking about that. What's going on with that rematch? You guys, you know, you guys didn't have the best game, but it looks like he's been he's been practicing. He's been ready for this. <laughs> he's practicing. been. He's practicing. He's, tra- he's training like Rocky. <laughs> I would imagine. I would imagine. So I, got, I, I, got I don't know. We haven't set a date yet, but it has to be this week. Yeah. So I, it'll. I thought it'll I be thought set up. I'm sure. Tonight. I mean, we can make that work as well. I don't know where he's at. I think he had something. Um, All right. But, but yeah, you we'll got, get you in contact. You actually definitely, definitely set it up. We will, cause it, I and I remember last year. Well, not last year. It was like a couple six months ago when we did it. Uh, you know, a couple a couple of people tuned in to watch it on his Twitch stream, on my Twitch stream. So it was it was pretty fun. Yep. No, yeah, we, we should do more of that. I would play, but I suck. Um, <laughs> so I'm not playing. Me too. I'm str- unless one, of, unless one, of, unless one of y'all suck, and then we could play. <laughs> 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 I know you you guys have to challenge each other to to find that out. And I and I only play on Xbox, so I don't got a PS4. Oh, oh there you go, my my my, my guy, Xbox. I'm out. Xbox. I'm out. Dylan, we're gonna make it happen. Dylan, you got a pro club? Yes, with Ivan, our <laughs> Eagle Eye pro club. <laughs> but it's only me and him. <laughs> All right, but you know we're we're looking to venture out. We can we can start a different one. All right, we'll we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk after. We'll talk after. Definitely. Definitely. All right, gentlemen. We've all gone a little bit of a tangent here. All right. So last time these two teams met, it was down in L.A. Uh, obviously, it was a friendly. It wasn't played as much as a Super Classico. The atmosphere was amazing. It was like a Super Classico. Both Chivas fans and American fans making it really felt like it was a big, intense match. Obviously, the results 1-1 doesn't hurt anyone. What did you guys take away from that game that you think, okay, this is this is something that that represents the Super Classico. I'll be relying, watch it? I, yeah, I'll be relying on you guys because I didn't watch it. I saw the lineup for Chivas and I was like, I can't tune into this. <laughs> I, uh, I watched it. I watched the whole game, actually. And I felt in the beginning when it was both teams playing with their starters, Chivas were the better team. Wait, they had all their starters? I thought Once they didn't have all their teams- starters. They, they didn't have they didn't have all because there was there was like Pulido Saldivar were with the national team or Belli was with the national team but I mean like they were playing with the with a majority starting lineup and so was so was America 
aside from the uh, the national team call-ups. Uh, I felt Chivas was, was the more dominant team. I felt like once like subs were made and players were taken off, people were coming on and off, that's when I felt like America was able to kind of even the game out when they scored their goal. And the game was kind of like a little, towards the end, was kind of boring. It was. Um, it was. But I did feel, I did feel in, in I would say the, I would say for the first half an hour, it felt like Chivas was the more dangerous team. When, when, you know, both teams had their starting, as they in quotes, lineups. Yeah, being down there, you you kind of got a sense of the feel of, of of what the of what the managers were both going for. It, it looks like they wanted to give a good spectacle for the first thirty five minutes, and afterwards they just decided, okay, we're going to rely on this friendly match to kind of look at some of the youngsters, move pieces around, yada yada yada. Which kind of sucks because people paid a ridiculous amount for these tickets, and you would have imagined that they would have at least tried to keep as much of their starters. Of a good game out there. That's why I, I'll say it on this podcast. You guys got to stop going to Moleros. Like, <laughs> like honestly, like it's a waste. Like, oh, you're, you're never gonna get the real feel. Like, go to Mexico and watch a game there. It's, it's honestly, it's not as expensive as people think it is, and like you'll probably spend as much money as you're spending going to Molero, going going getting your flight, going to Mexico and watching a game there. It's just so. It's just. It's. It's not that expensive, and it's a like. It's a real atmosphere, and you're getting, you know, game that actually matters. Alrighty, you guys heard it here from Rigo. Save up. Uh, save up and go. Stop go going down to Moleros. Stop going <laughs> to Moleros. Make it a hashtag. Make it a hashtag. Rigo, Rigo says that, but my college budget ain't gonna let me. Start a GoFundMe. There you go. That's what I need to do. We're gonna get we're gonna get a GoFundMe for uh, for Dylan so he can go. Nah, to but, but even money. even if you even if you, if you don't go to like a classical like going to like a game like in in Azteca going to like I I went to go watch a Copa MX game when I was there last time and it was it was thirteen dollar tickets. Oh. To, to to and the stadium was packed and mm-hmm. it was like a great atmosphere like so like it doesn't matter which game you go to like it's gonna be more economical than going to. Uh, a fucking modelo it doesn't even matter and you're spending like $300 yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's true but interesting enough I mean it was a super classical here in LA and you know, some of the people gotta go see it so we got a little bit of a taste of what the super classical is to come obviously not the full course because of course that's gonna be Sunday alrighty so we talked enough about that let's get now to the you know nitty gritty of things now that Vado has joined us Vado how we what's doing what's up guys uh, sorry I forgot about Previous in, uh, engagement I had, so but I'm but I'm here. <laughs> Who the fun. fuck goes to MLS game? Oh, on, on a weeknight. Something, something to on. do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pl- it's a place to get drunk at. Basically, <laughs> there you go. It's not even played in a soccer stadium. It's played in a baseball stadium. That's terrible. No, it's bad. <laughs> we'll, we'll they'll get a sta- they'll get a stadium one day. One day. We have nowhere to put it though here in New York. Like, I was about to say that. I was like, "Well, wait, you're from like, New York. You're from New York. I'm from New York. Yeah, I'm from we New all, York too. We all are. Oh, we yeah. all are. Oh, really? Oh, no, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I just live in Florida we, now. But we're all from New York. In Florida. I forgot. Oh, yeah. really? I live in Staten Island. All right, we lived in Long Island, Westchester. Wow. So, so you're not from New York. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. So you're from a random. Wow. Around. Yeah. Is that really how you guys talk about us? <laughs> yeah, Staten Island, Staten Island, and and yeah. Long Island. 
That's, that's like MAGA country over there. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. <laughs> now the Trump, now the Trump thing makes sense. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I will okay. say this though. <laughs> when they when they took a picture of those guys holding that, I literally saw them. Literally saw them hold holding up the banner while they were taking. And why didn't you say anything? Uh, <laughs> first of all, they would have not never heard me because the monumental was just going berserks on uh, and understands. Mm-hmm. But he, I saw them. I was just like, huh. I guess you. I guess I haven't really seen anything in life. I can't. Did, did you guys? No one. I can't believe no one stopped them. No did one turned around the, and smacked them. Yeah, honestly. Some, Somebody replied to our tweet, like um, hyping up our us being on the podcast, and they said um, that that guy was uh, like a captain, I guess, for the Monumental. But after that, they kicked him out. Sure. I don't know if you guys knew oh. knew like the, the the story behind that, but that guy kicked what? out. That's insane. Yeah. The, the, flow, the guy that looks like Flo with blonde hair, he got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, I mean. You you run your risks. You run your risk on what you on, on what you support out there. That was a stupid thing to do. Yeah, that was dumb. That's yeah, the one was... thing like you can't joke <laughs> around anymore. Nope. No, mm-hmm. no, not even joking around. Look, look what yeah. happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's jump into the preview of what is going to be this Sunday. All right, let's talk about teams, forms, formations, and predicted lineups. So I give it to you guys first as a guest. I'll let you guys talk uh, about your team, what you guys expect, lineups, tactics, whatever you guys feel is important for everyone to know. Let's um, go first. I'll, I'll, I'll go with, like, my main concern is um, midfield for us. We have um, two injury, two big injuries, our biggest injuries. Orbelin uh, Pineda and Michael Perez are out. We'll probably out. We'll probably be out. And we have um, Alan Cervantes and um, Beltran. Beltran starting. They started our last two league games, and they've been playing well. But this is a classical, like you know, you gotta have ex- like experience and, and stuff for this game. So that's my main worry for the for the game on Sunday. Yeah, I'm actually not as worried about that because I actually think those two kids, because they're both 20 year old, uh, they both have been playing well these these couple games that they have started. So I'm not too worried about them. Uh, I'm more worried about. Basulto or Marin starting on defense because most likely we're going to go with a 5-3-2 or 5-2-3 like, like we've been using these past couple games, which has actually surprisingly worked for us. Um, so I'm just worried about the big, slow guys in the back. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think the 5-3-2 five, the five, works for us. It's, it's, and I think those youngsters have in the midfield have been playing well. I have the same concern as Luis is is our, our defense. We, we only have one good defender unless Mario de Luna comes back. Um, it'll be interesting because uh, I know that Fiojo was a, was a big, uh, like he, he was big on the, on the, on that five, three, two formation in the past, but I know now with, with America, he doesn't use it. So it'll be, inter- it'll be interesting contrast to see how those two formations uh, from each side, Play against each other because I know America plays with like a four four two now, right? Uh, yeah, it, it it varies sometimes, but it, it's usually yeah four four two. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how those formations, you know, stylistically, how they're with both teams. I I I mean, America in the in, in the past years has been very like 
counterattack minded when they play against Chivas. I don't know if that's going to be the the case now, but um, with Chivas, with, with Cardoso, Chivas presses a lot and they, they go forward. So I, I can definitely see that being a liability for us. Also, okay. uh, Chofis might not be starting. I'm going to assume he's not starting because he started today in the Copa game. He's playing right now. Yeah, so I'm going to assume he's not going to start. And that's that. That's probably my biggest uh, gripe against against uh, Cardoso. Day. Or any coach, really, who's had Chofis is that they don't use him as much as they should. Interesting enough, we've had that issue with Diego Linus. Yeah. Yep. You guys can you guys can give them to us if you guys don't want to use them. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> no, I find, we'll find a manager who uses him rather than yeah. you guys. You know what's funny is that let him go to Europe. When when Piojo was with Tijuana, America fans were like begging for him to come back. Yeah, and now that he's back, nobody wants. Him. Well, nobody just, wants him gone. You just, live you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Bruce Wayne told us that. Or someone told us that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, though, because, look, it, it, it goes around in every fan base. I mean, we're all around the world. You want this manager, but as soon as the results... You see how you don't hear that in... Um, who, who was a Christian's background? That's what New York sounds like. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's real New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't hear that around here. <laughs> All right, so New York making the, an appearance on the Eagle Eye Park. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to where I was going with uh, that, it's just kind of the case all around world football. I mean, you start making, I, I promise you, if Piojo goes out and wins the Clásico and then goes on to win two, three games, everyone starts typing him up again. It's just, it, uh, as fans, you know, people, people live with a very short memory. You know, everything that you've done good in the past is then forgotten. And whenever things start going bad, and it's vice versa. So I think right now we're at a point with Piojo where the relationship is a bit fragile in regards to what his next couple of results will be. If he loses on Sunday, people will demand for his head even more than they have uh, since yesterday's defeat. So it should be interesting to see what Piojo does. He knows that he's in the hot seat. Because you're always going to be in the hot seat when it comes to uh, when it comes to America or Chivas. Because let's, let's, let's face it, your guys' manager is going to be in a hot seat too as well um but i think ultimately piojo will kind of feel a little bit safe knowing that he's coming into this game uh with a pretty good track record against you guys what's his what's his record against us do you know, um, do you he, know? Actually, he actually does i know i know when he was with tijuana he would always beat us well but i mean um, like when he's in charge of uh america america yeah um I mean, last class, you, do you guys know? Yeah. Top of my head, I think um, I know he hasn't lost. I I don't know how many wins and draws he nah, has. He, he's but... lost. It was no, that uh, the the Rafa Marquez game. That was him. Remember, he was like so pissed. That's for the brace, Lugo? the Rafa Marquez Lugo. Yeah, that was that him. Yoho wasn't in charge. Yeah, because Hugo Gonzalez was in goal. I remember that's him so throwing long. like that's a so like, long ago. Fit. He was throwing, like, on the sideline and stuff, and that's why I love, I love that win even more. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you remember that? Because <laughs> yeah. I was, like, a Rafa Marquez Lugo stand, because he's, like, the only one that cared about the team when he that used to play for us. He did really care about Like, the he team. was the only one oh. that cared. Everybody else was like, all right, whatever. Really? 
I would have to, I'll, I'll, have to... I'll, go, I'll go back and check, but I'm pretty sure Bioho was like, the he, he talked he talk shit like the next day. He's like, oh, Chivas got lucky off two, two Lugo strikes. And I was like, bro, you lost. Like, take the L. <laughs> take the L. <laughs> I'm not sure whether it was him. We'll have to confirm. But if if so, I, th- I think still um, it, it's a pretty good track record against you guys, you know? Yeah, Even probably. It's only lost one. Um, but um, in regards to what you guys were talking about, your team, um, I think we kind of face something similar in regards to uh, a little bit of injuries, obviously, and people not going to be there. Edson Alvarez, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, will be out due to his stupidness in that red card that he received. Diego Linus was injured, and and whether or not he will be even in, uh, on the bench, because we know he won't start, but whether he's going to be on the bench, that's still up to debate uh, as to whether Pio Jorera is going to put him or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, gentlemen, am I missing anyone else? No, I no. mean, yeah, it's it's just that it's just the Aguilera starting is what worries me. Aguilera start. Oh, but what about Reyes? Is is he gonna be? Is he hundred percent fit for for the game against uh, Chivas? He should be because I remember him coming out saying that he missed the last game against Puebla, so he can be a hundred percent for the the classical. Okay, well, on the tactic side of things, well, we're most likely gonna come out with our. Famous uh, 4-4-2 that eventually is going to turn into a 4-2-3-1 with Oriol Peralta in that camp position. Uh, so, obviously, the Chivas, uh, the Norte people have told us, you know, they're going with that back five, that 5-3-2, which me and you, Dylan, have talked about. That's Piojo's kind of safety formation to go to when things kind of go bad. I, I don't expect for us to see it anytime soon. But if he does know that formation well, because he used it a lot, he even used it in the World Cup when he, when he played, uh, and when he played, when he was the manager for Mexico, you know, for someone who's who's used that formation a lot, you would imagine that he'd know exactly how to break it down. Yeah, yeah, most definitely too. It is, you know, I've kind of said this time and time too again too. You know, it's a it's a matter of Piojo adapting because to me, I don't think we've seen Piojo adapt much to the game and to what uh, the other team does too as well. Whenever the game goes on. Mm-hmm. True, true. Christian, yeah. anything you want to add on to that? Yeah, I think I can add on to what Dylan said, the adapting thing that Piojo, I think, is lacking. You know, if Chivas is playing that that five in the back and he sees that it's not working, he's going to get frustrated. And then, like, when he gets frustrated, he doesn't know what to do. And that's my main problem because then in that, America will have some some errors, and that's when Chivas can capitalize. So, obviously, the biggest, uh, I guess, advantage for us is going to definitely be speed. And if you look at our two strikers that will most likely start – the slowest one is obviously going to be Peralta. Whether or not mm-hmm. Rogers starts, well, that's going to be up to Piojo, which I would imagine maybe. But I think this is going to be a pretty big game for our wingers to try to use and abuse their speed. Yes, if Renato Ibarra starts. But something tells me that he won't be starting. I hope not. Mm. I think that's where Chivas uh, playing with five, with five uh Basically, five midfielders. You end up playing with three with three center backs. I think that's what's going to keep America honest is the speed on our on our wings mm-hmm. and our 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 attack going up the wings. It, it'll it'll. I, I mean, I think from my standpoint, I think it'll help keep uh, guys like Renato Ibarra like a little bit honest. Yeah, because it's it's five in the back, but it's a an offensive five. Yeah, because like, he, yeah. Uh-huh. he pushes Van Rankin literally all the way up into the box mm-hmm. consistently, and, and and Aris goes up as well. Aris, Aris is the too. one; he's the one that scares me because uh, Ibarra plays on the right wing, right? 
Yep. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like a, a year ago or, or like two classics ago. Like he came in, he was killing Aris. So that's the one player that worries. That's the one matchup that worries me is is Ibarra versus versus Aris. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was hoping that you guys' fullbacks would keep using that their speed and, and, and keep pushing forward because it, when it comes to pace on, on, on the fullback side of things, I'm not really worried with Paola Aguilar or which we'll most likely see uh, George Georgie Sanchez on on that side. So two very young, two very young, two very <laughs> fast players uh, uh, that can kind of cover your guys' threat. And then that leaves Cecilio Dominguez and uh, hopefully Renati Barra kind of open to kind of you know do their own thing out wide, knowing that they got two people that are fast enough to track back. Mm-hmm. So in regards to that aspect, I think I think we're fine. It's just I think I think the key is going to be the midfield. Whether or not uh, we're gonna have any ball possession, or whether or not you guys are gonna try to control it, I mean, Chivas will try to control it. Whether or not it happens, that's a whole different story. But I think I think Chivas will most likely control the game because I think I, I think Biojo, that's what he's gonna he's gonna want to counter them. So why not let Chivas have the ball a little bit and see if you can hit them on counters? I mean, that's something we've been criticizing uh, criticizing Biojo all season long is the his. Ability to like let the other team kind of you know settle Willie, in the game, and Willies. then yeah, and then like the other team settle in, and then we we react. And I just don't like that. Take take us back to the Puebla America game when we took control from the start. You know, you can see the chances that we created and the penalty that it led to. So I think that's another flaw that uh, we're gonna have to look into. Is you were saying? No, no, go ahead. <laughs> um, I think ultimately it's 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 gonna be a tough game, but I think it's gonna be a fun one. I I, I do expect a lot of back and forth. I, I think both teams are gonna try to use the speed of their wing backs, backs and uh and, and try to get the other one on, on the counter. I think you guys are right. I think America will be standoffish. They will let you guys come and, and try to you know take the game to them and then we'll try to get you guys on the break. As I agree with Christian, we shouldn't do that. I think if we press you guys and, and we and you know we kind of go from minute one uh to you guys, maybe that you know makes you guys a little bit uncomfortable, unsettles you guys a bit. I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see what what, what the tactic is. Of course Piojo will know what he's planning to do and then of course Cardoso will know what he's trying to do as well. I mean I agree with you. I think that Comerica went forward and brought the game to Chivas, I think they'd be a lot more successful. I, I mean, I'm not saying that they won't be successful on the counter because they, they definitely can. Um, I think what Piojo is going to look at is the fact that Chivas has, while they, lo- they love to control the, the, the ball, they have trouble putting the ball into the net. And I think that's where he's like, you know what? He might be, he might, he might, he might be like, you know what? It, it really won't be a risk to give them the ball. Uh, and let's just counter them. But I, I agree with you guys. I, I think if he brought the game to Chivas, it would be a lot better. It could, but it could also it could also work against him because you saw Monterrey. Yeah. Monterrey tried to do that, and in the second half they tired out. And and Ch- when Chivas made the substitutions with Gael Sandoval, they were able to catch him on counters like nonstop. They couldn't stop him. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's a coin flip at this point. It's whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll see what what works for both teams. Like I said, whatever team adapts the the best and the fastest, and not just the pitch, but the to, to the opposing team. I guess that's that's going to be the one that's going to come out on top. You know. Gentlemen, what else do you expect from this game? Uh, I guess I'll, I'll throw it to you, Varo. Um, I like to before every game. I like to pick like a player that I think is gonna like be the game breaker or whatever. Um, I think 
I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, Brizuela does. Because he's done it before in the Clásico. I think he also had a brace uh, maybe a year ago. Yeah. And um, so he, he steps up to the plate for Clásicos. And he's in, he's in, like, good form right now. He's uh, kind of taking on that uh, role that Pizarro left, like the heart and soul of the team, I think. He's um, playing well down the wing. He's scoring goals, uh, getting assists. So I think he's going to be important for uh, Sunday night. I don't know what uh, Rigo and Luis think. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's uh, crucial for our attack. I mean, if you saw the game against Monterrey, he had two assists. That that uh, Clásico that uh, Ivan went to in yeah. in L.A., yeah. he, he scored goal. the goal. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, he is – he is uh, important to, to our attack. No, yeah. My, he, uh, I'll go ahead. Give your guy. No, I was going to say my, my guy, my my player to watch. It, it, it'll it really be, uh, I think it'll be Sandoval. I think it'll see, see what he does in that cam role. I think he's going to be starting. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what, what he does in that cam role. Um, when he, when, while, while he's in the game. Okay. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be expecting probably a big game from one of the two young midfielders, to be honest, Cervantes or Beltran. I think they're going to have their hands full. Not not controlling possession, which Alan Cervantes does really well, and Beltran more defensively. If I had to pick between the two, I think Cervantes is my player to have a, a crucial game. He's going he's to control the ball, control the way it's played, and uh, that's who I'm rooting for. All right. That's, that's that's your guy. Like Luis has been hyping up Cervantes for like a year now. <laughs> and he finally got called up, but he's making a difference on the team. He's playing he's living up to it, man. Yep. Uh Michael Perez and Orbelin are injured and they better watch out, man, because there's a young mm-hmm. kid coming right behind them. Yeah, they got competition. Okay. Interesting enough. None of you guys said Pulido. He's not he won't start. Yeah, he's not gonna start. He's like yeah. a, he might be, be the third option now, which is he'll crazy. be off the bench, yeah. Wow. Because the other day, he's playing. Tony, the other day, Godinez went in over Pulido. Um, Saldivar got taken out, and Godinez went in, and then, like with like five minutes to play, he put in Pulido. So I think he's downgraded to the third option, which is crazy. That is. I also think. I also think it, it has to do with the formation that he, that he's using, and that why that's he's, true. why he's using these uh, these guys instead of Pulido instead of trophies. Um. And I mean, it's been working. I mean, not that we, you know, we're not that we're like the superpower, but the formation has been working, and we've been scoring goals. So, but I mean, you just saw Bolita score two goals right now. One, one was disallowed, but he scored it, and then the other one he scored as well. So I feel like he's he's it's helping him get back in form. No, I, I think he'll be an option off the one. bench. I think he'll definitely be a, yeah. a crucial option yeah. off the bench. Okay, good. Some. All right, for someone, one of us, one of those players to watch out for. All right, Christian, give me your player for our side that you think is going to have a crucial game. Okay, well, I'm betting my money that Cecilio will start. So my player is Cecilio Dominguez. I think if he can get in his rhythm and, you know, start dribbling uh, defenders like we know he can, he's going to be an important part because then America has two options to go to. You can pass the ball through Cecilio or pass the ball to Renato Ibarra. So, yeah, Cecilio Dominguez is my player. You know, Hold on, let me, let me just ask a question real quick. When you say, I hope he starts, like, who else would start? You about to win? You about to win? Okay. about to win. All right. I didn't know if you guys had, like, a legit option or, or, or Herrera was just, like, 
being hard-headed. No, no. No, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, I think I think for the first time in a while we we have options for for wingers. Uh-huh. You know, you either have Ibarra on the right, Cecilio on the left, or you have Ibarwen on the left and Diego Linus on the right, or you mm-hmm. can even bring in this new guy in San Runde who can play uh either right wing, left wing or camp. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's funny enough that you mentioned him, though, Christian, because he's obviously not been your favorite player this whole season. No, but I saw his uh, pressuring, like, kind of uh, style against Puebla, and that ultimately led to the penalty. So if he can do that, he maybe can uh, can cause some cause some trouble. All righty. Dylan, who's going to be your man? I think I think it's going to have to be Guido Rodriguez. I, um, I really... <laughs> <laughs> um, really, you know, I, I want to see more from him, and I, I feel like he's going to really step up against Chivas this Sunday. Um, you know, I think he's had a, a pretty good season going forward, but I still want to see more from him, and I know he can do more for this team in the midfield. You know what? It, it's We praise him a lot on, on this podcast, Guido, but when I saw him live, the amount of terrain he covers is ridiculous. Whenever a fullback would push forward, he'd always be smart enough to track back and cover that fullback's spot until they, you know, were able to drop back. And he just does so much for us. And I think, yeah, he will be very crucial in that midfield. Honestly, our best player, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, that's arguably, arguably our best player so far this season. And now, for me, I'm going to go for a take for for someone that maybe a lot of people will be like, really? But I think he's showed it time and time again in the Clásicos. I think it's got to be Oriol Peralta. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, he steps. He steps up. He always. He's like the Chiba killer. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. his game. It's his time to shine, and I I'd expect him to do it again and again, uh, especially at home. Obviously, the, our captain. So I'd I'd expect for him to get hopefully, if not a goal, a couple of assists. I, you know, he's in pretty good form for Norio Peralta right now. Um, he has a couple of goals, even though they've been you know quite ugly goals, a bit poaching. Uh, you know, there have been just goals that he just kind of finds along the way. But nevertheless, I think he's going to have an important game, you know, just kind of being the leader of the team, kind of showcasing what this Clásico means. And we'll have to wait and see, but hopefully he can get himself on the score sheet. I think Correa Prata will be crucial, you know, if, if, whether he plays alongside Roger or he's going to be playing in that camp position. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you too. It would be interesting to see uh, the starting 11 come out too as well whenever we'll probably hear from him Friday or Saturday. All righty. Well, talk about predict uh, lineups. Uh, why don't we uh, Why don't we give our predicted lineups for both America and Chivas? Gentlemen from the Chivas Nor- del Norte podcast, I'll give it to you guys first. Uh, who wants to... Yeah, go ahead, Luis. I'm going to go with a, a 2-1 victory for Chivas with uh, a oh, no, goal he, by Gael. He's... He no, he, line- wanted to predict the he, lineup. Wa- he wants a lineup. Oh, predict the lineup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just he just went right. <laughs> <laughs> He's not only predicting the lineup, but predicting the final score. I'm ahead of the game right now, guys. Uh, predict the lineup. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? What's the goalie name? I forgot his name. Right. Gudinho. 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 Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Your goalkeeper's name, man. Come on. Gudinho. We're not. We're not big fans of him, actually. But yeah, we're not the. Yeah, we're not the biggest. We're. we're yeah, we're not the biggest Gudinho fans. At this point, we're oh, like, he, yeah, we're, we don't. We don't feel like he's he's proven himself yet. At times, he looks kind of shaky. Shaky. Although, yeah, yeah. He, like, he, he, he might he not young, give up. Is he, he young? Like, yeah, he's yeah. young. 
He's like 20, he played, 21, 22. He plays sloppy, kind of. Like, yeah, sloppy. Exude, exude a confidence. Like, I'm yeah. not like, all right, he's going to get that. It's like, it looks like he's going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, warm up on when I went to the game, and I was like, I, he looked a little bit sloppy with his. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if he's sloppy he play. It looks sloppy. I think yeah. he's like 6'6 six, six or something like that. Oh, he's tall. He's, yeah, tall. he's, he's tall. He's the tallest yeah. player in the, in the league. In I the think. league, yeah. Yeah, so um, he'll be the he'll be the goalie, uh, right back or the right wing back because he'll be uh, going up and down the wing all day. Is uh, Van Rankin. Next to him will most likely be Rasulto, uh, Jair Pereira, and Edgardo Marin. I, I hope Mario de Luna's back, but if not, Marin will be starting. And then left wing back will be uh, Aris Hernandez uh, with Beltran and uh, Cervantes in the center mid spots. And I think Gael. Gael and um, Conejito Brizuela will be playing the wing spots and helping them out on the wings, and then Saldivar will be the long stri- the long striker up top. Okay, yep. a nice little five two three. Mm-hmm. Not bad, not bad. Should be interesting to see if you guys do come out like that. All right, uh, Christian and Dylan, combine your guys' uh, brain powers to to give me a predicted lineup for for Sunday. <laughs> Well, for my lineup, um, I'll have Marchesin in net. Uh, the right back will be Aguilar. Next to him, Edson, uh, no, it's not Alvarez, Bruno Valdez and Aguilera. Uh, the left back will be Jorge Sanchez. Our midfield will be Guido Rodriguez and Mateo Suribe. One wing will be... Uh, all right, you know what? Hopefully, it's Renato Ibarra. And then on the other side, it will be Cecilia Dominguez. And up top, I have Oribe and Henry Martin. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, the exact same thing I was thinking. No one's oh. gonna give Roger the go. I don't no. think Roger gets the go yet. Come on, uh, no one, whatever is. I don't care anymore. Uh, well, I mean, if that's the case, then Henry better prove himself. Yes. You guys, you guys still start Henry Martin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Is he> good. <laughs> no, knowing knowing Piojo, that's. That's gonna be the starting. Yeah. I was, how's your center backs doing? I thought he got I sent back like... to the bench. <laughs> no, he's been starting because Roger got picked up a knock uh, for oh, okay. a couple weeks, so he's been starting. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's looked okay for like the first forty-five minutes, and then after that, he tends to just yeah, he just stays in the locker room and doesn't come out. <laughs> but I mean, it's uh, I don't be surprised if Roger starts. I'm just gonna say that. No, yeah, I definitely won't be uh, surprised, but. I just had this gut feeling that Henry will be starting. Now, if Henry does start, it does kind of ease me a little bit because I think he may be a little bit faster than Roger. So, kind of like we said, using and abusing oh. at the speed, mm-hmm. he will be important for that because mm-hmm. we both know Diego Peralta will probably not uh, be able to out-sprint everyone in that back line for Chivas. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, he probably will. <laughs> you, you haven't seen our back line yet. You haven't seen our back line. Yeah, when um, that, go check that their, month, FIFA, that, their FIFA yeah, ratings. That Monte, that Monterey game that was on Fox Sports. These guys are like praising our center backs, and I'm sitting there in front of my TV. I was like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> our guys suck." Like, you know how lucky he is that he cleared that ball. I was, I was like yelling at my, I was flipping out. <laughs> yeah, our our center backs are bad. We need Mario de Luna to come back, and that's sad. The fact that we need Mario de Luna. I think the five. I think the five in the back is to kind of counter uh, that lack. Yeah, it, it hides guys, it hides guys, them. Yeah, you it let two guys pressure, one guy dropping further back. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's that's why um that's why it works so well for for Piojo uh, in America because if you you guys probably won't know because you guys don't keep up with America, but for <laughs> oh uh, maybe they do. Our center backs were no. uh, once 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 the season. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 2013, when when we won that we won that title, our center backs were slow, and I mean slow. You had Masa Rodriguez, you had Akivaldo Mosqueda, and you had Topo Valenzuela. <laughs> None of those three were known for their speed, but that five three two formation works so well because, like these like these gentlemen just mentioned, you know, you have someone that can press, and then these two kind of fall back, and it, it just works perfectly for you know those center backs that are not gifted with with pace. Yeah. Alrighty. So we talked about our key player, but give me one player you guys are just absolutely nervous if they start. Which center back are we picking? <laughs> I think Wait for I the for the opposing team or for our own team? No, no, no. For, for your own record. team, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who you, who do you think is gonna be a liability? Hi, uh, Marine and Basulto have both like looked foolish at times. Um. I don't know. I'm going with uh, Adis Hernandez. Oh, you're not even okay. Yeah, just because, like we said, like the like um the the three the center game. backs, like the three center backs, it, could, it might hide the deficiencies of one with help from the other center back. Where Adis is going to be on that wing with Ibarra, and and it could be a long day for him. Okay, I'm going to go with Gudinho. Oh, oh, because at times he looks shaky, and and this is probably the biggest game of his career. First time in the Azteca, too. First time in the Azteca, first time in Clásico, and he's can, young. So can you, guys, can you guys think of, like, a good save he's made? Like, I can't think of one off the top of my head where I'm like, he's a good goal. It was nah. kind of like, it was like, okay, he saved that. Like, cool, but. He's had some I, nice I, saves, but I feel like they've been, like, kind of kicked, like, at him in a way. Yeah. He, like, he didn't really he have to, like, fully stretch out and die for it. Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, that, that, I mean, if I had to pick one, and we're not, we're not gonna pick the center. We're not gonna pick the center back. Then I, I would fit him. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. Just a question for you guys: Do you guys actually think your second goalkeeper may start this game? No, nah, so, nah, just, no way. Okay. Just, uh, I mean, it wasn't. Cardoso ball, seems. But, he's been, but he was losing two one right now with the Pumas and. Uh, Watching Jimenez look shaky all game. Yeah, no. Af- also... af- after that mistake he made against um, who was it? Pachuca, Pachuca right? Pachuca, when he tried yeah. to nutmeg uh, the, the yeah. guy, mm-hmm. like he's never <laughs> starting again. Like, nice. at least not yeah. not first division, not the league. Yeah, Cardoso seems to show confidence in some of these youngsters, so I think he likes Godinho. Interesting, interesting. All right, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Give me your picks. I, I think you both will agree on <laughs> on your pick, Dylan. I already see you shaking your head. Give me your liability for for Sunday. Aguilera. I mean, there's no no questions asked. Yeah. There shouldn't be no questions asked. Aguilera just right there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. My goodness, is he? I, I don't know. I just I, I can't fathom how he's even gonna have a good game against Puebla. He looked lost in in one of the goals that we conceded. He literally. Literally lost track of his man and was the reason why he uh, scored a header. It's just, it's just. What do you you don't you don't even know what you're getting out of him anymore. Honestly, I think we're in the same boat with Chivas, our center backs. You know, look at last night, Bruno Valdez. 
Yeah, but Bruno Valdez at least comes up with goals. Okay, but he still he was the one that stayed that stayed uh uh kept kept uh, kept the uh, Juarez guy on on side. That was him. Yeah, and, and he committed the penalty. He's the one that gave Juarez the lead. So I think I think as far as much as we praise Bruno Valdez for his goals, you know, I guess the pros and cons. I don't know. They I don't know if he has enough pros to outweigh his cons. You know. Well, I would say they cancel each other out at at this point. We'll have to wait and see what happens Sunday. But I mean. I, we're left with nothing else but them too, unless you want to yeah. throw in there Zamora or or Leon, which I, I, no yeah, way no, yeah, Leon doesn't convince me. So obviously, Zamora. Edson being stupid enough, you would yeah, imagine that's... much better from someone who played a World Cup to do that. Mm-hmm. But now we're left with this partnership between Bruno and Aguilera that worked very well last Clausura. It didn't work perfectly, but it worked very well throughout the season. Whether or not they can emulate that on Sunday, well, that's going to be another story because both players kind of look uh, like they're in, in different forms. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, there you guys have it from the Chivas Norte people, who they think is going to be uh, the liability. And then, of course, for us, who's going to be our liability. All right, gentlemen, now we'll jump to the predictions. Luis, I'll, I'll let you take <laughs> off where you started. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Go ahead. Spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> Prediction. I'm going to go with a 3-0. No, <laughs> just change it up on them. Now, I'm going to go, like I said, a 2-1. I think goals by uh, Gael and Saldivar. I think Oribe Peralta does get one, like he always does. Uh, just I'll probably be talking trash about him, saying how much he sucks. And at that minute, a minute later, he'll probably <laughs> score on us. <laughs> All right, then we go. I'm going to go 2-1 as well. Only because I feel like Chivas has been playing better away. And the team hasn't been playing bad as of late, so I'm going to go with 2-1 Chivas. Okay, okay 2-1 Chivas. All right, Varo, you're up. I'm going to go with Chivas 3-1. Ooh, I think America's going to – I think we're going to control the game. Okay. I think we'll get 1-1. America's going to try to win the game. And it's going to be us countering and not, not America countering. Because okay. we have – we have, like, low-key have a – Good uh, counterattack game. We just don't like super rely on it unless we have to. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, gentlemen. All right, Christian, give me your prediction. I'm going three-one America. Okay, so you're countering Varos. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so the two new, uh, the two people I with a three-one in the boroughs. In the boroughs. Yep. So okay. one guy from a island near New York, and then one guy from New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, okay, okay. Dylan, give me your prediction. I'll give a two-one win to America. I think Oribe Peralta have a brace. Okay, Oribe Peralta brace. That'd be nice. And the other, you have a brace. I'm killing myself. <laughs> 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 I could take one Oribe go a brace. Nah. <laughs> Man, okay. Well, I, a lot of people would expect me to bring back the four nil prediction from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna go two one as well to America. Uh, and like I said, uh, I think. Well, it's the easiest scoreline to go with, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I'm going two one, and I, I'm gonna put uh, Americanistas here on a bit of roller coaster. But I think we win it in the ninetieth minute. Do you guys uh do you guys think it the game lives up to the hype? Because we've had some boring classicals in, in recent times as well. 
Yeah, there's been yeah. a couple of boring classicos, but I think this one will. I, I don't know why. I, I, there's something about it. I, I just feel like this this I mean, game. The last one was kind of boring. Which one? How was that? The, the last, last one you were? Oh, the 1-1? One, one? Yeah. Yeah. But it started off pretty good. It did, but it, it, was, it wasn't, like, you know, that exciting. Uh, or yeah. what the game wasn't, like, you know, like, as good as other ones have been. I mean, hopefully it's a good game. I would, I would hope so too. But do you yeah. guys think that it, you know, why, why do you guys think that some of these games do turn out to be born? Is it just because some of that kind of passion has been lost throughout the years or is it because? You know, no, I think it's more like, like uh, tactics and schematics from the, from the teams. Like nobody wants to lose. Right. Sometimes. And I feel like sometimes coaches make, you know, tactical decisions to that are more tipid, and I think both teams go in that way, and, and and you do get a little bit of a lackluster from 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 the games. Okay, that's understandable. So both podcasts here are expecting for both of their teams to get a result. Let me ask you guys this though: If Chivas walks away with a draw, are you guys content with that or no? I'm not. I'm not for two reasons. One, because I I want to win the Clasico, and two. We need the win to get into the playoff spots. So it, it's on both ends. We need the win for the Clásico and to get into the playoffs. So I'm not content with a, with a draw. Yeah, I agree with Luis. I mean, yeah, I'll not. take it over a loss, but um, I, I want to win the game. Like, we win, we win away now, so we need to win. <laughs> we, can't, we can't win at home, apparently. So I, I want that. Uh, yeah, we need that win on Sunday. And we need that, like Luis said, we need to get in the playoffs. But okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Now, gentlemen, if we get a draw, uh, are you guys ready to start as calling for the Piojo set again? Yes, because I think we're on yes. the same boat. I think we, uh, as much as Chivas needs to win to get in the playoffs, we need. I think America needs to win to you know get back on the right track, especially for Piojo Herrera. Because let's say we lose this game, you know, it's uh, all the fans are gonna go crazy. They're gonna ask for his head right there at that moment. So. This game is crucial for uh, for America. I don't know if we realize this, but it's really tight right now in in regards to the table. I mean, it is. We're crazy. we're 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 just one win away from becoming first place, but we're also one loss away from dropping all the way down to like I think six. So yes. it's it's ridiculous. You're at it's a do or die moment, you know, at this point of the season. So yeah, it's important. I, I think we we need that win just as much as Chivas does. It'd be, Good to see that maybe this will give more of an edge to the Clásico and will make it more passionate. Mm-hmm. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll drive the teams a little bit more and we'll see an even better spectacle than we have in the in the in the past few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I don't I don't know if you guys I got on the call late. I don't know if you guys touched on the like the violence that was at the game yeah. between uh, Tigres and Monterrey. Oh, yeah, we touched. So, yeah, I've been, oh, I've did been you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, I just I just hope that doesn't like ruin the the game beforehand like it did for um the classical review. No, I think I, look a classical is always going to be a classical, and fans on both ends they get stupid sometimes and they break into a fight. But that I've never seen an America Chivas break out into what the 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 yeah. regio mm-hmm. ever broken out. To. You've always seen. Uh-huh. A fight here and there, uh, you know, just fist fights, and and then and then you know you break it up, and that's it. And then yeah, never and never, never seen escalate. anything like that. Yeah, that's yeah. just the way they the way they, the what they did to that poor guy, and regardless, and I'm sure he talked a lot of shit, 
yeah, they took it to an, a level that's disgusting. Because mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you need to realize that you you know it's 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 crazy, but we're we're, we're kind of under the same tent in this situation. We're, we're, we're kind of all in the same community. You know, it's Liga mm-hmm. Mickey's. It's your league. As much as you you know, quote unquote, hate the other rival time the other rival team. You know, don't let that hatred kind of you know lead. It's to the reason it kills somebody. Yeah, killing someone exactly. It should never yeah. escalate to that. Like you don't want to condone violence, but if punches are you know, I'm sure there'll be punches thrown in this, but yeah. leave it don't take it to the next to the next level. Exactly. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't, don't kill him. Yeah. You guys... Don't hit him with a rock in the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't no, shut that's... him down naked. Like that's just... that's... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's where it got that's where it got disgusting on another level. Yeah, because maybe yeah. maybe I'm not comfortable with my body. And, and I, <laughs> I mean, I, I get you. I'm, I'm like, granted, I'm dead, but still, like, I mean, but it's 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 crazy. Let so uh, you know, all, all we would hope is for a good, clean, safe environment. Family friendly at the end of the day. I think there's nothing more better than to go down to the stadium or to enjoy the classical in knowing that, you know, regardless of what side you're you're in, it's 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 a spectacle. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. So we'll have to wait and see. And uh I, I think we're we're more both sets of fans are a little bit more behaved than, than the regio ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll just... look at last week and they'll be like, "We can't be that stupid." Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is the first Mexico I ever went to in Guadalajara last year. There had been another death, I think, in Monterrey or Veracruz, and like the week, like the like the week before, or something like that. And like, was security... it? I think it was Veracruz. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was a Monterrey Veracruz game. Mm-hmm. And um, security at the stadium was was like crazy. They had like helicopters. They had like oh, I think that was the Tigres and Veracruz game, right? Oh, probably when Tuca yeah, was like yelling at them was. that they're gonna die next time they go to Universitario. Yeah. And I was like, bro, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just okay. just ban on Monterrey teams. <laughs> yeah, Monterrey. <laughs> um, yeah, so Small teams. security will be heightened in uh, in. Yeah, I mean, on top of the fact that they're all the all the reteros live there, so uh, <laughs> security hey, will definitely hey, be tight. Hey, we need to we need to put food on the table, okay? I mean, <laughs> it that way. Okay, it is it's a stereotype, but you know, yeah, there's there's a couple of pip, uh, you know people that do that. But hey, they're the same people that you go buy the boletos from twenty minutes before the game starts. <laughs> okay. What are you gonna do? The same one Rigo said to go buy them off because they're cheap. Yep. <laughs> no, no, no. I buy my, well, buy my website. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the atmosphere should still be great. I think. Uh, oh, no. The atmosphere will be crazy. I I would. I, this one's going towards uh, Christian and Dylan here. How are we, how are we looking at uh, stadium entrance? We oh, at, uh, um, de- it should be decent. I mean, it's a classic, no? Yeah, yeah, but I mean. The biggest club in Mexico is coming to. Yes, yeah. so it's gonna, what do you mean? Wait, whoa, hold on. What do you mean? We're, we're already there. We can't fill up our own stadium, but we'll definitely fill up yours. Cardoso said it himself. He said, ¿Saben por qué se va a llenar en la seca? Porque llega Chivas. That's what he said. I think the stadium will be like 50 50, though. 50 50, yeah. 
We'll have to wait and see. Our hope is for a pretty yeah. good entrance and for the pitch Hopefully. to last the full 90 minutes. <laughs> That's all I hope for. Yep. All righty then. Well, we're coming to the end of the show here now. I think uh, we talked everything that really we needed to talk about, tactics, formations, players, you know, and, and we didn't even touch upon form, but I, I think you guys mentioned it correctly. It doesn't matter what form you're in. It's a classical that is played with everything but form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll do yeah, team, on that. One of them can be at the top, one of them can be at the bottom. Doesn't doesn't matter. Classicals yeah. are classicals. And they are, and they are lived, and they they are felt like that as well. So now, before we even close out the show, I do want, because there's been a lot of people asking, talking, asking whether or not this FIFA uh, rematch is going to happen. Oh, yeah, I got to I gotta get with Flo, but um, we have we have FIFA 19. I got it yesterday. We started playing pro clubs, but I'm, I'm trash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to volunteer to represent. Cause I'm gonna lose like seven nil. <laughs> I played I played pro club so much last year that I kind of forgot how to play. The regular, <laughs> yeah, regular. I'm dead serious. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I starting remember, to get. I'm starting to get back into fun again. I tried. Uh, I went from pro clubs to playing with Chivas, and I had like a like a sitter, and I blasted it over the crossbar because like they they rate the league MX players like so bad. Yeah, oh, yeah you did that on like, Copa you, ninety. You, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You guys had a terrible week that week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> Alrighty. Well, before we close we'll, up the show, just we'll one. set it up. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. We'll let everyone know on uh, both social media platforms uh, where you guys can catch that and when, when it's going to be going down. Now, last question before I close out the show. Just quickly, give me, all of you guys, give me your favorite classical memory. Uh, for me, it's uh, the one that's happening on Sunday. When Gael scores the game winner. <laughs> now, I think for me, it's probably the Bofo goal from years back. That's probably my favorite memory. Okay. Mine is the 5-0, which I actually wrote about it on FMF State of Mind. You can go find that if you, get, if you are listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube. FMFstateofmind.com. I wrote an article on my biggest... Uh, or my best classical moment, which was the 5-0, which got um, La Volpe fired immediately after yep. from being an America coach. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just plugging my stuff. No, no, no. I mean, no, that's fine. I'm just saying thank you because I, I, I did not like La Volpe as a coach. No, this was before, this was like like in the 90s. No, even when he like was the coach the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even as a baby, even coach as a baby. In general, not, even, not even when he had the national team, and, and he, the national team was playing well. I just never felt like he was a good coach. Oh, I like him. He's on the great. Team. He's a he's a he's a yeah, I like coach. I like him on the national team. I don't know. And, I like and, and with Chivas, like, like yeah, with Chivas, like that little two weeks before he got caught. You never, you never get Lionel. Okay. Yes, and that's where Piojo would have never found him. Piojo would have never found him. I mean, yeah, no. he's done his good things. Okay, okay, I'll give that. <laughs> nah, he's probably, he's, La Volpe's brought a lot of youngsters in the league at Max. So. Uh, Rafa yeah. Marquez. But I guess that's what he's known for, no? Guardado. Yeah. yeah. Um, Guardado out of nowhere, too, just months before the World Cup. Yeah. Okay. So he's, uh, he's a good coach. And, I mean, you guys, would, you guys wouldn't have Piojo as a coach because he's a La Volpista. 
They don't want him as a coach. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> so so uh, if we win five nil on Sunday and we get Piojo fired, will you guys be happy? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, at this point, I'm like, who's coming in to replace Piojo? Me. <laughs> they'll probably bring, they'll probably bring some old guy from the carousel. Some... I mean, Dylan has his pick. It's his favorite. He always likes to remind me of him. Who? Go, Dylan. Ruben, uh, <laughs> Ruben Omar Hermano. <laughs> oh. What? So he, could uh, kid- so he could get kidnapped again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same thing he said about Pulido. He'll, he'll just. <laughs> hey, Pulido oh, he... broke himself out, right? He didn't need no help. <laughs> I mean, Ooh, Romano would just. For a job. No. <laughs> Romano would take you guys to the finals and then just lose. <laughs> Romano was the same manager that had America in the worst season ever. Three wins out of 17. <laughs> he, coached, he coached you guys? I don't even remember that. Stuff. Yes, dude. And it was the worst year of yeah, I don't, history. I don't remember that. How long I mean, you guys were in like, relegation trouble? Yes, yes. We were okay. in relegation trouble because of that. And we finished, I think, either last place or, or second to last place in the league. Okay. It was, I think, oh, eight. Yeah, it was 2008. Those are dark times. Bring them back. Hey, nope. so, so <laughs> speaking of dark times, my favorite classical is uh, that Rafa Marquez uh, Lugo Brace. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember that just, one. Too. Just because we were like, we were, that, that's, that's an example of the classicals are classicals because Chivas was trash that season. Those years, not even that season, like those two, three years, they were trash, but mm-hmm. they came out with a 2 0 win. And um, yeah, that's that's like one of my favorite classicals. Okay, Christian. Um, there's a lot, obviously, but I think if we're talking like kind of more recent times, I guess. Do you guys remember that Paul Aguilar goal, the golazo he scored? Yes. No, I, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I hate I hate his little dance he does. Oh, that that was especially where I was going. The dance he did after. I want to kick him in the ass when he does that. Like, fuck. <laughs> I bet. I don't know. I think he kind of triggered a lot of a lot of Chivas with that dance. Wait, does he play uh, anymore? Yes, he's gonna be our right back. <laughs> he's our starting right back. <laughs> oh, I thought he was that, gone. Uh, if you were wondering whether I keep up with you guys or not. <laughs> All right, Dylan, give me your favorite memory. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. What Christian said that Vargi uh, Lago Lasso. Oh, you can't give me that. All right, give me another one. <laughs> What yeah, about the four nil, the four nil at at their stadium, with the with the Luis Gabriel Rey, uh, brace? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one, that was a good one too. As well. I remember that one too. That that I think that was about around the time when I was uh, getting into soccer and being a medica fan. Nice, nice. Okay, that one's a good one too. I remember, I, I remember that game vividly too. My favorite uh, memory is the final we beat you guys in '84. Hey, if Luis can look into I can look into the past, okay? <laughs> Rigo, no, Rigo uh, might have been alive when I was the only <laughs> one that was alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I, my, my, I think one of my favorite memories uh, of a Classico, I think, is the 2006 Ligia semifinal between you guys. And uh, where we went to oh, the Estadio, uh, into the Estadio Jalisco, the Estadio Jalisco, yeah, the Estadio Jalisco, and um, Akron. is that the no, one no, where, no. where where is that uh, Guli Peña? No, Guli no, no, Peña. oh, was that the Guli Peña? No, no, no. no. I say two thousand six. No. 
Oh, six. Oh, okay. Oh, You're going way. Okay. I'm going a that little was... ways further than that. Tell and, then, the six, and, the and then we win the championship the next year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I remember. No, no, no. The year previous to that, you guys win the championship. Then the year next is when we eliminate you guys to get to the final against Pachuca. But that that classical was played intense. And I remember Ochoa having a superb match uh, uh, against you guys. And then, of course, Cotomo Blanco and Cabañas doing their thing. So, okay. That's my memory. For those, and, of, you, uh, for those of you who have no YouTube. I erased that. Erase that L from my mind. So. <laughs> 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 well, let's see if you're going to have to erase one this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, we're coming to the end of the show. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and previewing and, uh, you know, getting things ready for, for Sunday's matchup. Oh, thank thanks you for having, having us. us. Yeah, time. thanks for having us. That was fun. It really was. It's always fun uh, meeting up with you guys again. The, uh, you guys are really close to reaching uh, a thousand uh, followers on Twitter. I was looking. Yeah, we've been like, we get to like 996 and then we drop to like 989. And we have to start all over. <laughs> but uh, Rigo, we're, Rigo's almost, we're almost, we're almost yeah. there. Yeah, we got the trash, trash trash they lose followers. Uh, Either way, uh, we're happy with that, that you guys continue to grow and that you guys continue to do what you're doing, representing the the, the Chivas community in the Liga Mekis. So yeah, keep doing and and keep keep it up. You guys are a real inspiration for us as well, even though you guys are our, quote unquote our rivals. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, we're, you know, I think this, you guys doing this and, and us, it, it just makes, it makes everyone better and it makes the, the community better. Um, so it's great that you guys do this. It's great that you guys do this on YouTube. Like we don't do, we don't do ours on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, that's a big props to you guys. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Props Thank to you guys for what you guys are doing. And again, thank you so much for coming out here. Thank you, Christian and Dylan, as always, for uh, for, for tagging along and, and, and giving you guys these great opinions. I think that's it. Anything else you guys want to add on? Um, no, nope. we'll, we'll do a post game post game pod on the Chivas del Norte with you guys. All righty. And uh, after you know, you'll be all sad and shit. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's gonna be two classicals. It's gonna be the one on Sunday, and it's gonna be the one to be announced on FIFA 19. So I mean, you guys could be taking two L's. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the fee, I'll take the FIFA L if it means we get a win on uh, on Sunday. <laughs> I was bro. Flo still hasn't hasn't Flo still hasn't gotten over that one yet. Oh, we, we won't let, we won't let him forget it. We tweeted, somebody, we it, was, it. Yo, it was it was hilarious. Um, we tweeted, I think we oh we tweeted uh when you guys um added us on Twitter and challenged us and yeah. we uh we quoted it like y- y'all don't want that smoke and then one of our fans uh. Replied, he's like, please don't let us down this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, Flo, look, look, I can hear the hurt in this tweet. <laughs> we never, we never let him, let, let him live it down. So he's got a lot to, a lot to redeem himself, but great, uh, great to have you guys on the show. And uh, we'll be seeing each other very soon. And we'll be talking not only just FIFA, but the, the game as well on your guys' part. For sure. Alrighty. All right, man. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. We'll see you guys very, very soon. It's been the Eagle Eye Podcast. Till next time, Arriba la América. <laughs>